0: I'm not going to tell the title just yet because that will stuff it up. But we're going to say, everyone get to your, you don't have to search this one. If you're in the Bibles, if you want to know where we're going to look at some major bits, go to Genesis uh, 8, no, sorry, Genesis 9, and the other one will be in Colossians. So if you just, we'll get to the exact verses later, but Genesis 8, stick a finger in there. 9, Genesis 9, and Colossians, and it'll be verse 3, but Colossians, it's all on the same page generally because it's it's pretty small. But, (coughs) And He died, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're going to start with Proverbs 13, 7. Can everyone say that? Proverbs thirteen seven. So this is what it says. Some who are poor pretend to be rich. Others who are rich pretend to be poor. I'm going to quickly repeat it. Then I'm going to pray. Some who are poor pretend to be rich. Others who are rich pretend to be poor. Hmm. God, we just thank you right now that you're going to speak to our lives. We we just pray that you open up our spirits, open up our hearts, open up our, our ways of thinking that we can have you clearly speak to us, that we can leave this place with more understanding, leave this place with a more a better understanding of you, God, that we can truly be a a, a temperature changer in our society, that the atmosphere is shifted because you are moving through our lives and blessing where we go. And everyone said, Amen. So... What we read there was Proverbs 37, Some who pretend to be are ri- uh, uh, so some who are poor pretend to be rich. Others who are rich pretend to be poor. So some thi- so basically things aren't always how they seem. Who knows what I'm talking about? Not all things are how they seem in life. Who remembers the? I didn't watch it because I wasn't allowed it for some reason at home. But there was a movie or oh, not a movie TV show called Around the Twist. And it was like strange things happen. When you're going around. But I think strange things happen. And so not everything is the way it seems. I think it says that something in the song. I can't remember. that When I read that verse, I think of that TV show and the song at the start of it. Strange things happen. And, but not everything is how it seems. Who knows what I'm talking about? You can, you, when you have an illusion. What's that called? When you're driving and you see the water on the road. Mirage—it's it, not as it seems. Things can be different, and so basically, can you touch the person next to you? Touch them, poke them, punch them if you feel like it. You trick me and tell them you trick me, you trick me, because things aren't always how they seem. And so with that proverb thirteen seven, I've just I've just reworded it in two separate kind of a statements, which mean the same thing. For example, you could say some people live in debt and drive a nice car, others. Uh, see someone who is in need, but act like they can't help. Same thing. Another one for paralleling, paralleling in my own words. Some people have the latest and greatest brand name clothes, but haven't eaten food the last week. Others get depressed over, and uh, well, while well, others get depressed over first world problems, and that's the whole thing. So we can we can act like we're really rich, but really not. We're not rich at all. And others who are rich and can make a difference don't do it. And so they're pretenders, fake, and it's just not cool. And so it's called being fake. Tell us, say fake. Fake. That's horrible. Fake is a horrible word. But who knows that I love gravy? Who knows that? I love gravy. On one of my birthdays, God bless Mariah and Sean, but um, Mariah, they're not here obviously because I got married, but uh, Mariah posted, you know how you do those posts about, oh, we love you, my brother, whatever. And she she had all these things on there, but for some reason she forgot to put gravy on it. And so she, I think she had footy, she had KFC, but she forgot gravy. And all my friends at school were commenting on it. You forgot the gravy! You forgot the gravy! Because I love gravy. Gravy is the best. And so um and because then the kids at my school would always be paying me out because I'd be like, oh Josh, what did you have for breakfast today? I'm like, oh gravy on toast. And they're like, so the next day like, hey, how is your gravy on tosh uh, toast, Josh? I'm thinking, when you try it, you'll never go back. But um uh, with that, I love gravy, and so even in other things, like, I don't just put gravy on my plate. I like Knoll's Ark, flood it with gravy. And so, and last story about gravy, before I get into the real story. There's a Tas, there's a hotel called the Grand Tasman here in Port Lincoln, right? And so they have like that smorgasbord thing where you, you order your main meal, then you can go get extra peas, extra corn, some chips if you want. Depending what's in the smorgasbord, you can get extras. And there's a big thing of gravy and the house. There's no gravy on my plate, so I'm like, okay grabbed the bowl, started filling up with gravy, and then this bloke thought he was doing the right thing, and he goes, did you know that's gravy, not our soup? I'm like, yes, I know it's gravy. Okay, no one, no one enjoys that story, but that's okay. But I was putting this gravy in this, the bowl, because I thought, I need that, but yeah. But so basically, this is my story. So my mum is a good cook. Who knows that? Who's ever had my mum's cooking? Now. If you're an Italian, you'd say cottoletti. If you're Australian, you'll say schnitty. Schnitty, mate. And so she was making cotoletti. She was making schnitzels and it was a delicious meal. I can tell you that. Carmel was there, Liana was there, my whole family was there. And so was like roast potatoes. Everything that you can think of heaven was on that table prepared for, for dinner. Lunch. But who's who who not sometimes when you have gravy, you have like a big jug of it. Like at our house we have like these big jugs. It's kinda I don't even know what else you'd use them for, but I call it a big gravy jug. And it's kind of like a not clear Coke jug that you have at, at like, when you go to a restaurant and you have a big Coke, a big jug of Coke or something. They're kind of like that, but full of gravy. That's what we normally have. But on special occasions, you have those little gravy ones, you know, they're like ceramic and they've got the, the, the hand on it. And so they've got the grips. And so sometimes we'll have two of them on each table. But this time, the gravy was in a new container. And I'm like... This is interesting. It was like it was a really small container, kind of almost like you'd see milk get put in them sometimes. And so I was like, fair enough. So there was a the gravy. So and I thought, and I, I knew that there must have been a greater supply than what was in that little container so that would fill it up. But I'm thinking, man, there's going to be a lot of refills. But I thought, you know what? That being said, I will, won't Noah's Ark flood my, my meal. I'll just put enough on my meat. And, and another thing that I like to do when you have a nice bit of fresh bread, just pour a little bit of gravy on that. And then I get my knife and I nicely, spreadly thin it, and it's like this looks amazing. So I'm there, I'm there pouring my my my, my little of gravy on my meat and on my bread, spreading it, and then uh, and I thought, you know what? There's still half a gravy in it. Cool, someone else can at least get a share. And then I get my knife to lick the gravy off it, right? Because before you start, you've got to have a clean knife. And so then I lick my my knife and it was not gravy. So basically what I thought was gravy was salad dressing. So the title of my message is gravy, not salad dressing. Can everyone say gravy, not salad dressing? And so then my mum was hounding me saying, Josh, how dare you? you? Of course you'll take all the gravy or like She's thinking like I was pouring all this gravy on my plate and saying so I won't save any for anybody else. I'm like, Mum, I thought that was I think I knew it was a weird gravy container, but I was sure it was a new one. Because I'm used to, you know who know people can make their own like salad dressings. I call it a milkshake maker, but they're meant to be for salad dressings. You shake them up and they got like the So I'm used to the gravy uh, the salad dressing being in one of them. And it wasn't, it was in one of these things which I thought was gravy. It was it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. So I licked this knife and it was just oh, it was like bitter gr- salad dressing. So I wrecked my schnitzel, wrecked the schnitzel, wrecked my bread and wrecked my appetite. It was just, and so, but with, and the meal was ruined, right? My meal was ruined because of the, the impostering salad dressing, not, not gravy. And so uh, the question we got to ask ourselves, flipping that into a serious thing is, what is covering you? So you got to ask yourself, what am I being covered in? So you, if you're taking notes, write that down. What is covering me? What am I being covered in? Is it fake or legit? And can anyone say that? Fake? Fake or legit? Say legit. And so I know for, you, for, for my future, I want legit gravy. I never want this fake salad dressing ever. That can get chucked in the bin. So with that, we're going to go to Genesis 9 and verses 20 to 30. Uh, sorry, Genesis 9 verses 20 to 23. Everyone's got their finger there ready? And so it says this, so uh, Noah's sons, the sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Sham, Ham, and Jepthah. whatever his name is, Ham, uh, wait, I'm reading too early. Verse 20, after the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground and he planted the vineyard, which Josh backed into. One day he drank some, vine, uh, some wine he had made and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Literally, went and told the whole world about it. Then Sham and uh, Jephthah, whatever his name is, took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. (laughs) Cover, see that? Cover their father. Uh, As they did this, they looked uh, the other way so they would not see him naked. Boom. So basically, who knows? Everyone here has nakedness. I hope you have a shower in your life. I hope you have a bath and you would experience nakedness in that moment. Does anyone agree with me? There's a time where you experience nakedness and other things in our life that is, and so when we're actually truly physically naked, we're vulnerable. We have weakness. For example, if it was a cold day and you're out naked, your bits are going to freeze. Who knows what I'm talking about? whether it's even if you're all clothed and your toes are naked and you walk outside on the wet sometimes like oh cold 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 because they're naked they're vulnerable they're weak they have weakness and in our lives spiritually mentally physically when there's nakedness we're vulnerable we're weak and it needs to be covered who knows what i'm talking about and so who in your life helps cover you for example at school at work, in your family life, when something goes wrong, do you have people exposing your vulnerabilities, exposing your weaknesses, or do you have people that help cover you, cover your weakness, cover the, the, the fake, ugly, whatever it could be, we won't go there, nakedness, and so at the end of the day, nakedness, weakness, vulnerabilities are the things that we're not comfortable with going in public. And so what's things in your life that need to be covered? And so I don't know what it can be. It doesn't mean I'm saying hide your sins, hide the things that you need to change in your life. But there are some things in your life that you go, I am not comfortable to share this publicly. And we need to have people in our lives that know how to journey that through us, that cover us and help us go, you know what? Yes, that thing does not have to be for everybody, but for certain people that can help cover you. And we'll continue to explain how that all works. And so I like gravy and I want the real deal not a fake imitation. I want the genuine. And we've got to have that same thing in our lives. We go, what is a genuine covering in my life? The real deal covering that helps me go to a a better place. Galatians 3.27 says this, all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. So basically, when we decide to go in that baptismal tank, down in the ocean, wherever you get fully dunked in the water, we're saying like a marriage ceremony we choose to live for you jesus we choose to have a life with you and we're going to die to our old life and when we do that it's like putting on jesus as our new clothes that we go you know what this life is gone that nakedness is gone that that weakness is gone and we're going to put on jesus we're going to put on christ for a new way of living and so we have to have to so just like noah was naked and had weakness we are got to have Jesus come into our life. You know what, Jesus, we're going to put you on. We're going to put your character on that we can be not naked. We can be not shamed because we want to be covered in what you have for our lives. With that, Colossians 3 16 to 17. This is very powerful stuff. When I find my little string bob, whatever they call them, bookmark, string bob. I like that better. <laughs> string bob. What a weird name. So, Colossians 3, uh, th- uh, 16 to 17. So, just like talking about Jesus, the baptism and putting him on, it says this uh, when I find it here 16 to 17. No, I don't think I want to read 16. I want to go, we want to go to 12 to 14. I had the wrong verses there. 12 to 14. Since God shows you to be holy people, he loves. You must close yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you because we're unoffendable. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us together in perfect harmony and that, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. For we are members of one body, and you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. So it's said there we got to clothe ourselves in stuff, right? So, for example, so mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience and it says above all love and so what things do you clothe yourself in what things do you cover yourself in there we're got to ask ourselves these questions for example mercy do we have true mercy back at the very start we looked at that proverbs some who are rich pretend to be poor others who are poor pretend to be rich what are the things that we we might say oh i'm a man of mercy or i'm a woman of mercy i'm a, a youth of mercy is is that what you are or is that just a cover-up of who you really are? You might say, "Oh, I'm a person of kindness." Or is that just who? Is that what people think you are? Or is that who you really are? And so we can have a we can put on a clothing from of things, but we got to have not just the clothing. We're going to Jesus. We want to really clothe ourselves in you and put a dead. Dead to the things of the fake, and we want the genuine. Just like I thought that salad dressing was gravy, and it was not. I wanted the genuine gravy experience. We have got to have the genuine Jesus experience in our lives, where it's not just a, a looks like you're forgiving, or it looks like you do that. No, we want we want to be that, where it's not just where down the street someone sees it, but at home they see it, everywhere about us. We got to have the real covering, not the, the the fake. I don't I don't want to be the Proverbs person that someone says, oh, uh, Josh is rich and pretends to be poor, or, or Josh is poor and pretends to be rich. No, I want to be someone who goes, you are yes, and I am yes. I am covered, and I am covered in the real legit gravy of the Holy Spirit, if that can make sense. And so then I love this. Um, is And so i to basically summarize that. Is this you or just fake? Just surface or truly your inner man or woman? Ephesians 5.18, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled. Can everyone say filled? Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so just like that gravy container could be filled with wine and ugly salad dressing. No, no, I don't want to be filled with that rubbish. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled with the genuine Jesus-changing power of, of graviness, of the actual the things that, that help me be who I need to be and not the imitation. And so basically people will try to fill fill their lives with things that aren't going to help us do anything. Oh, I'm just going to drink drink my problems away with wine, but that will ruin our lives. We've got to go, you know what, God, you are the source. You are the thing that will help me be a consistent person in life, which will be filling with the Holy Spirit and go, God, help me live the life where I can clothe myself in you, Jesus. And we'll see those things change and develop within us to be able to be and do the real graviness and not just be a fake. And so 1 John 4:8 says, God is love. It says a bit more than that, but basically the premises of 1 John four eight is it says God is love, and then one Peter four eight says love covers a multitude of sins, and so Jesus, being love, is God, right? And so love covers a multitude of sins. Uh, love covers a multitude of sins. So Jesus, God, covers a multitude of sins, and so we're gonna go God. I've made a mistake. I had a oops, oh no, moment. I've done this bad. I've done that wrong. But Jesus covers those things over our life, and so then going back to. First of all, what just like that gravy container can be filled, we got to be the gravy container filled with the right things. And the second one is, then what covers us? Does Jesus cover the multitude of our sins and, and make us the real person, or do we go, nah, we're just going to be whatever? We're going to uh, be filled with the fake, filled with the rubbish, and not be covered by the and let our sins run festering and yucky. And so, what we're going to do quickly now is the two questions we got from that brief not preach chat is what is covering you and what are you filled